Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Drew. And we're going to talk with you. Oh, we're back. 27. Here we are. We've used a random topic generator for today's convo. Here, I'm going to take out my retainer because I think they'll affect the way I talk. Okay, here, here's the thing. Sorry, you guys had to hear that. Here's the thing. Um, hey, guys. It's been a while. Love you guys. I love you, Joe. It's, it's been like a long while. Like I'm a, gonna say I love you. It's been a couple months while. Drew, Thanks, you Joe. know how much I love you. Thanks, Joe. Man, it's always it's always good to be here. <clears throat> and if I'm being real, just absolutely thrilled. Dude. Absolutely thrilled. I'm so psyched to just catch up. Like, let's just, Joe, let's have a phone jar. Joe, that's a great. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Cause Scott George, you know Scott George, he was telling me the other day about this study that was done, and when you have your phone in your pocket or in front of you, your the average empathy you have for the person you're having conversation with goes down, and when it's not on you, it goes up. It goes up. So, so my empathy towards Drew right now is that it's all time high because my phone is out of my possession. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, dude, before before we dive into those <sighs> questions, maybe we should talk discuss some current events. You know what's what's like what's going on in the life of Drew all right, right now. So I've got I've gotten my first vaccine. Really? Yeah. That's that's good to hear. Got the Pfizer. One, I get the second one on the 18th of April. Um, I normally I would be more, I would wait, but because I'm going on a mission in May to Japan, I thought it would just kind of make the whole process easier if I already had it because it's probably going to be required for international travel sometime in the near future. So I just decided to get that out of the way. Um, and I mean, the prophet got the vaccine. I don't know. I just, it's all, so it just felt like the right thing to do. You're just trying to get healthy, dude. Respect what, are your, what are your thoughts? Are you planning on getting it? or? I think I'm going to have to. I'm so, I've been sick of masks for the last year, dude. You know what they're doing in Germany? Hmm. I might be wrong. It's one of the European countries, but... Basically, a lot of people were standing up against the vaccine and not wanting to get it, right? And so the government came out and said, okay, if you get vaccinated, one week after your vaccination or your second vaccination, you can stop wearing the mask. Dude. And if they said that here, I guarantee you Everyone people, would. people would be so psyched. Well, and all I'm, well, all I'm saying is Texas dropped their mask mandate. And our president just like asked everyone that dropped the mask mandates to put them back up. But Texas has actually had a decline in cases since their mask mandate got dropped. So, I mean, you look at it and I don't see a problem. Just get your vaccine and then. Well, and with, with already in Utah, um, because of how many people are vaccinated, um, once everyone that currently has COVID no longer has COVID, COVID will be less deadly than the flu with how many people are currently vaccinated. So I don't know why we're still wearing masks, you know, 
Yep. It's already less deadly than the flu, and we didn't wear masks during the flu, every flu season. Yeah, just... Unfortunately, just, that part of it was a little bit politicized. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm... Yeah. But... And people may think they have our politics figured out from this conversation, and they may, but... Like I could see you having this view from either side of the political 100%. spectrum. I think I think either side is done. Well, yeah, they're done, but I think one side may still want to continue because they still think the variants are dangerous. It's just, I, again, everyone's there. Got their own opinions. Yeah, we're all just. That actually, that leads me to a question. After my soccer game today, a good old Mitchell Heaton. Shout out to you, Mitch. I don't know if you listen, Mitch, but. He brought up a civics question, and it was – civics? Is that what it is? I don't know. It was, would you rather save the one person that means the most to you or save 100 random people? Like, what would you rather do? Me? Are you asking Yeah. Me? Would you save the 100 or would you save, like, your mom? Um – It's tough. I'd save the 100. Okay. Most people said they'd save their loved one. But, like, I actually said save the 100, too. Well, dude, imagine how many mothers there are in that 100. How many kids are going to... Like, I'm already pretty much an adult, and for sure I'd be super sad, but I know I'm going to see her again. Well, and, like, you think about it. If you switch the situation, if you're the one person and there's 100 innocent people next to you that you don't know, you'd tell them to save the 100 people. It just makes more sense. If I saw 100 people and I saw my mom, yeah, my mom would for sure, like, if they were in the same room, like, I don't, my mom would want me to save the 100, I think. And it's tough. It's a really tough decision, and it's a decision, God forbid, that any of us ever have to actually make. But I, yeah, I go for the hundred too. Just yeah. makes more sense to me. Which was weird because a lot most people just pick the loved one, and I understand that. And but again, like I have that, you know, I know I'll see him again too. It's not like a death to me isn't very very sad. Yeah, I'm actually on the same page with that. Like, like I don't, I, I get it if they're younger, you know, somebody's been robbed of their. That's actually my exact, that's my exact determination of who should die. My little sister was like, if anyone should die in our family, who should be? And I'm like, dad, he's the oldest. And then I'm like, but I would, I would sacrifice myself to save you because you're younger. You haven't lived as much life as I have. Like, like, I think that should be, like, the general, like... Because, like, you know, when my when my grandpa, like, passed away, I was there mm-hmm. in the room next to him because he died at home. Like, we, he was in home and hospice. And, man, it was tough. And the funeral, like, all my... Like, not just my family, but, like, distant family, lots of tears. I didn't cry. Yeah, I didn't either. One and I almost felt like head. one of my cousins came over and like, you know, it's okay to cry. To my brother, too. And I was like... But I'm not really sad. Like, I'm sad that he's gone. But gosh, dude, he had, like, dementia and everything. And I was like, he is probably so happy right now that, that he's not, like, stuck in his body with his age mind. You know, everything like that. Yeah. I actually felt, like, almost happy for him. I was like, dude, Grandpa's, Grandpa's doing so much better now. I guess everyone's got their own perspective. And, of course, I still miss him. He was a great influence on me. But 
Yeah. Gotta want what's best for other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it was kind of tough choices, man. Kind of deep, man. Kind of deep conversation. We're coming back in hot, you guys. Um, but because you know the you know the train track and um, one where there's like a dude on a train track and the trains or there's five people on a train track and the trains coming to hit them and then you can pull a lever and. That's that was what I was giving you. I know. Except it was one in a hundred. But people. it's slightly different because people will say um, they won't pull the lever because they feel like then they're not a part of the situation. But if you have a choice to pull the lever, you are a part of the situation. Exactly. Exactly. It's like getting in trouble because you're the getaway driver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're still part of it. Yeah. You yeah. you could have just put it into drive and drove off you're still part of the crime yeah so you should be responsible i feel like mm-hmm. and i'd pull the lever 100 yeah and it would be such a tough choice like if it's my little sister dude so tough such a tough choice but five is a lot different than 100 I, i'm saying it for 100 people if it was five in my mom i i just back off <laughs> yeah i don't know Five in my mom. If it was one in my mom, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now we're getting to some very hypothetical situations. Um. All right. Let's get to the question that was generated by the generate random topic generator. Yeah. Again. So. Oh, and we're doing the ones for couples, right? Yeah. It chose topics for couples. Topics for couples. There was topics for businesses, topics for families, topics for friends, all that good stuff. And we did couples because you know how much we like those questions of love. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Sorry. Um, so the question is, do you wish to be raised differently? No. And I guess I'm biased because I've already lived like through all of my childhood technically. Yeah, I think most I think that's what the, this question is geared towards though. I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change anything. I mean, there's Of course there's mistakes that you make that you want to go back and you're like, "Man, I wish I could have done that differently." Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's all part of life. That's all part of the journey and I wouldn't change anything that I've been through or that I've done. Even the bad things I've done, like I wouldn't change it because it gives me experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about you? Um no, but I mean, there were things that my parents did do that I wouldn't think are the best way to raise a kid. But when you again, it's perfect because our parents, because of our parents, we now get to make our own decision. My dad always told me, you might not agree with me. And when you're a dad, you can do it however you want, Joe. That's what he tells me. You do whatever you want. I'm just doing it the way I feel is best. And if you disagree, do it a different way. I'm yeah. like, that's fair enough, dude. It's fair enough. Yeah, and uh, I just, like, I mean, obviously, like, whatever they did made me who I am. And everything that's happened and um, has made me is a part of who I am. So I wouldn't change any of it. Bars. So, yeah. Guys, by the way, we're going to see Kong versus Godzilla tomorrow. And 
just, I'm gonna say it in advance. I'm gonna review it in advance. It's it was a great movie. Um, at least I hope it's gonna be a great movie. And honestly, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say about it. Um, I got a new question. If at all we were we are on the verge of a breakup, would you try to get back? <laughs> So let me let me pop you a hypothetical question. How could you say no to that? So would it just be like if yeah, like if so so if Drew's like so I'm at home mm-hmm. and I just get a text from Drew. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't think we should be we friends. Should, we shouldn't be friends. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> when would I try and get back? With you? Is that what it's saying? I don't know. It says, if at all, we are on the verge of a breakup. So I guess any signs. I guess that would be a pretty big sign that we're on the verge. I think we should change it to like, because of course, if you're like, oh, I don't think we should be friends. I'd respect it and I'd be bummed. But I'd be like, I mean, hey, I'm always here if you need me. Um, Respect. Best of luck to you, man. That's how I'd be. But if it's like on the verge, like Drew's giving me some me some you know some the cold heat. shoulder yeah because you know we had a period from like what freshman a little bit of sophomore year and stuff where we didn't really hang out or talk yeah that's just how it goes you know friends are gonna come friends are gonna go but luckily for me and drew it was, it was like a year or two and then we were like dude so i don't know i don't even remember how it happened but we just started hanging out again yeah never looked back just how it goes. It's crazy. And I'd say Drew is still one of my best friends or closest friends. Yeah. So. You're one of my closest friends too. See, we're not close to breaking up. This question's irrelevant. We're good. Yeah, but like I feel like if you're in a relationship with someone. You want to try and do everything you can to fix it or make it good well, or make it work. If you're in a relationship with someone and someone asked you guys this question, you would for sure. Like if you said no, then that that would hurt the other person's feelings. Well, then. If you say no, then you should probably be broken up because that's a bad way to look at it. Yeah. You should always be trying to make your relationships work regardless. And, of course, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work but out. That's also like the it. nice guy response. But that would also I, come across as bad because you'd be like, well, um, no, I would want to be with her. But, like, if she wanted to break up, I'd I want her to be happy. So. Well, I mean, I just want it. That's all it's about. They call me a nice guy or something, but like, I want what's best for both parties. If she doesn't feel like it's working, then like, I know, but I'm okay. not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't want them to be happy. All I'm saying is, if you gave that response, then you're a nice. Well, guy. I said I'd just try to make it work. Because if someone, because of course you want to try to make it. Because if a girl asked to break up with you, you'd be like, okay. Well, first off, it's like it's not even asking. Just let's break up. I'd be like, fine, dude. They ask, hey, can we break up? <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> nice try. That actually happens. That's weird. That's so That's so sad. That would be crazy. Man. Jeez, I can't even can't even believe it. Um, yeah. But do you get what I'm saying, though? Like, I mean, like the, like the, 
like if you were asked the question in this way, I'm not saying if the specific scenario we stated. All, all I'm saying is if things were rough, you got to point out the rough patch. You're going to be like, I, you know, I, I can tell like something's going on. If you need space, then just let me know. Like, don't like my dad said, he doesn't, he doesn't like the game mm-hmm. part of relationships. He's just like, if something's going on, just let me have it. Like, let yeah. me hear it. And then we can go from there. Cause the last thing I want is for the like is to have somebody be given like weird vibes, weird signals, and then just not bringing it up or not discussing their feelings. You know yeah. what I mean? There needs to be a lot of communication, not just in friendships, relationships, just any relationship at all. It doesn't have to be like with a significant other, but just, you know, friends and then even bosses and stuff. Yeah. There needs to be a good, if you've got a good beef, amount of communication. You got to tell them. Just how Anything's it is. going on. It's just how it is. Like if you're like, hey, dude, that wasn't cool when you called me cheese back there. Like, I don't know what that was about. I don't know what that means, but I was pretty offended. And then rather than just letting it fester, I mean, you can call me cheese if you want, Joe, but I'm just saying. I'm not going to call you cheese. All right, cheese. See, how does that make you feel? Is that Do you feel bad or? I feel indifferent, not going to lie. Just, well, I'm glad you're honest about it because now we can work on it and we can Dude. grow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have solved how to fix a unsteady relationship. Oh, and I read I read another thing. If you don't want a fight to escalate, so like if if a like so, let's say going through some financial troubles with your esposa, and uh, uh, it comes into a fight, and then it start they attack you personally, rather than attacking them personally, just say ouch. Because that initiates a pain response from the other person, which is a socially evolved response that, like, we can't. Um, and so they'll immediately feel bad, have sympathy for you. Even if even if their anger, even if the sympathy doesn't completely defeat the anger, it will supplement it a little bit. And it will most likely stop the fight. And then you guys will go off on your own and think, which is the best thing to happen. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I think if you're in an argument and the person starts insulting you personally, then you know you've won the argument. Yeah. Pers- but that's why I'm saying don't stoop to their level. Exactly. And the best yeah. way that has was found with a research study, I forget where it's from, but was to say ouch or something like that or something like ouch. Like, like whoa. Jeez. I guess. Yeah, but – Ow. But well, but, ow, like, ow, 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 ow. but like if you scraped your knee, you wouldn't go, whoa, jeez. You know? I'd go probably, jeez. Flip. That's true. But yeah, that's true. Maybe occasionally slip out a damn. I'm just going to start saying ouch. Just for everything? Ouch. If I insult you, Drew? No, no. Yeah, only for insults. You're just going to be like, only for ouch, insults. dude. Ouch. And I I'll usually, just... I'll usually, Okay. This was funny. I'm sorry. Quick tangent. I was in weight training. Mm-hmm. I think it was this. It was this morning, and there were there was this kid, and he had a hat. And two 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 of these other kids. I think there's like freshmen, maybe a couple sophomores. They take the kid's hat and they start playing like 
monk like they toss it like over the kid's head you know some stereotypical bowling movie you know what i mean like give me that back Aha, try and, and then they throw it back and forth with the kid in the middle i just walk up and i was like is that that is that his hat they're like yeah and i was like just give it back are you guys in six i literally was just like are you guys in sixth grade like give him the hat back dude <laughs> don't be afraid to call people on their bs in fact it's and even, they were seriously like messing with him it's what it looked like the kid because the kid was like you could tell he was getting annoyed he was like dude give me my hat dude that used to happen in ninth grade with freaking jabril remember jay dude that used to happen in gym i can't believe people are that immature still like you can act immature but like dude don't don't act like you're in elementary school bro you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like man i hate that if someone's bsing call them out on it it's better for both parties believe me i've been called out on bs and it's been much better in the long run so that's my tangent I'm trying to find another topic, guys. <laughs> I like this one. Um, Can I ask it? Yeah, go ahead. I think, well, I think we should start with your perspective. Do you think we will make good parents? Do you, does that mean like together or like with our own spouses? Um, let's take it from both angles. So if we were... We wouldn't be gay, but we'd be, like, partners somehow. Like, let's say we lose two limbs or something and we can't get married. So we just have to, like, you know, like, Lori and Anne, they're roommates. Exactly. So we start rooming, and then someone leaves a baby on our doorstep. Okay. And then, like, we try to get rid of it, but people are like, you guys, you guys can do it. Yeah. And then we just, like... All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So we, we just nurse the child yeah, ourselves. That's our that's our scenario. Actually, so, we could nurse the child. That doesn't work. But. Well, we could. I just wouldn't get much yeah. from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, someone was telling me the other day that men can lactate. No, that's false. No, dude, look it up. I can't believe that. Let's. Okay, we'll come back to this question in a sec. Men can men lactate? Human male breastfeeding is possible, but production of the hormone prolactin is necessary to induce lactation. So male lactation does not occur under normal conditions. So we need to take a... Well, yeah. We need a new hormone in our Yeah, body. you just take a pill. Okay. And then you'd, you'd get some honkers and then you could breastfeed a baby. But I wouldn't be the one to do that, so. I mean, I'm already. I mean, like, if it's up, I'm already, it's up to you. I'm already like halfway there, so might as well. But I mean, who's gonna give us like a baby that's that newborn? It's probably yeah. like six. We're months. thinking like, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Like six to eight months. Yeah. Um. First off, does it have a name? No. What are we? Is it a he or a she? It's a he for sure. <laughs> what are we naming him? Kong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. First off, what last name are we going with? Um. He doesn't have a last name. They people do that, like Zendaya. I've always been a fan of the name Robbie, like Robert, but like the nickname Robbie, I think has been, I think it's a really cool nickname. Okay. Like when you see a kid and you're like, "Yo, Robbie." Yeah. 
That's and when true. and then when they're like an adult, you know, Rob, like that's alpha. We'll 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 call him. We should just name him Roberto, <laughs> just so he has like, just just so just cause. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we'll call him Robbie, okay. but then he has that hidden Roberto okay. in there. I like that. So his name's Roberto. Drew and I have a son named Roberto. He's adopted, and he and we. I think we. I don't know. I feel like our parenting style would be pretty similar. Yeah, I would, and our, all I'd our... probably take on more of the motherly role. I would think. Not to say that I'm super feminine, but just probably would end up that would end up happening. It would be like. But I mean, you're also more than willing to go with like the dad stuff. You know, the outdoorsy, um, the adventure well, yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, I would do that, but. But I feel like I would be less of like I would be less in charge of like punishment. All I'm saying is I think we'd be a really we'd have a really good synergy. Yeah, you know, we we'd have we'd complement. But there would still really be well. something missing without a mom. Ah, hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. Like I'm sure, like there's great gay couples. I'm sure that raise kids well. But I just think with both uh, sides of the spectrum, it can be it balances out. It's good for the it's child. A really good balance. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so, what about you with your wife? No, um, um, and I go for you, right? Well, I'd ha- I'd probably still I, I'm I can tell I'm gonna have a hard time with like punishment and stuff. Okay, well, here's the thing: I'm rating you, and then you're gonna rate me and my spouse. Okay, this is this is kind of what I'm thinking. First, I gotta think of who you're marrying. So you're gonna you're gonna marry a good girl, um. Well, of course, like you want to, um. But I mean, like strong-willed, you know. She's probably gonna be like, pretty like independent. Yeah, she like adventurous, willing to go out on on her own. Yeah. And, um, able to provide for herself too. Yeah, probably. Like you want, you're gonna want her to work. That's the same with me. So I don't think you're gonna have a problem with. Your kids having like, you know, like passion. Your kids, your kid wouldn't have a lack of passion for anything because like you're into so many interesting things, and I mean you're gonna want to marry somebody that's ambitious as well. So again, there's gonna be zero lack of passion. Okay. I think the issue would stem from I. I mean, like thinking of issues right off the top of my head is kind of difficult, mm-hmm. but. I'd probably say, I don't know, because you, you'd communicate with him really well, that I know, so, like, your relationship would probably... I'd probably be- place a lot of focus on, like, their emotional development. Yeah. Like, when they're hurt and sad and stuff, and be like, like, how are you feeling? Like, do you feel sad? Dude, I can't, like, give you a negative grade. It sounds like... But I think I know what it would be. I think my kids would end up being like if it was just me like obviously i don't know exactly what my wife's because you have be a like. problem with punishment maybe they like push the limits a little bit they probably won't be like rebellious but they might be kind of entitled and they might be like i don't get in trouble for doing this so like why is it a problem yeah or like it yeah, might yeah. be it might be a little bit out of control which honestly i don't see as like a huge problem which is also probably a problem as but, long as they can ring it back in, it's not an issue. No. Yeah, like, I mean, I'd be like, well, I mean, that's wrong for this reason. 
but I would I would punish for sure. Like if like I'd be like, hey, if you run out in the road, like if they start run away from me, I'd be like, hey, if you don't come back for me, you're not having whatever tonight. And then if they do it, I'm not a fan of the punishment where it's like a kid goes and does something, and then you're like, okay, I'm taking this away. It's you tell him in advance, and then if he does it, you're like, dude, I told you. Or if they do it, I say something like, okay, um, time out. And if you do it again, you lose then this you're like, and this. Then you're like, dude, you just crossed the line. Two and then times. number, and then I probably have the same ideals as my parents, like lying and stealing, like for sure, and harming others are like the number, like the top things. Like if you do those wrong, I'll probably get angry. So, do you think you'll ever raise raise your voice? Yeah, I wouldn't think you don't want to think you will, but, but then like our parents all have, dude. I, and I think you, it's, dude. I think it's important. You know, you well, have to. You it'll have to, happen because if a kid snaps back at you, you have to assert down. You got to put them in their place. You're the you got to be like, listen, I'm top dog in this home, dude. This is my this is my den. <laughs> this is my cave. Yeah, you dude, listen to you're me. You're not dude. telling me what I'm gonna. I go get out of here, dude. <laughs> You can leave. Obviously, they'd have to be like... Go on a walk and cool off. Yeah. My guy. It... Yeah, dude. Dude. All right, what do, you, what do you think about me? What do you think? Um, I think you're going to be a pretty good dad. I think you're going to have similar... Uh, like... trying to think like I feel like I'm trying to think of the problems first off I'm not trying to think of what's going to be good I think I'm going to be similar to my dad that's what I was going to say that's why I said I think you're going to be similar I was going to say similar to your dad but I mean there I didn't finish my sentence there were were a few things I think I'd change like something that I used to think was that your dad's parenting style was not good because he had a very different style for all of the kids, for all of your brothers and sisters. And I always thought that was weird. But as I've gotten older, I felt like it's good because kids are very different, you know, like just little things like different expectations for different kids. Like there's the good kid that's really irresponsible. Um, If he slips up like in school, gets a bad grade, like a B, and he's always a straight-A student, like, you're going to be worried. Whereas the kid that's always getting Cs, if he gets a B, you're going to be like, whoa, nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, like, it's just, like, it's not because you like one over the other. And it's just, and, like, you you want them both to succeed, but they're just, they'll have different track records. And, like, how do you gauge success? You know what I mean? It's yeah. different for everybody. And that's just an example because there's also personality yeah. differences and stuff. But when, Yeah, like, again, me and my older sister, Jessica, we were parented very similarly. Mm-hmm. But then, like, compared to Josh, completely different. Jake, yeah, completely different. <laughs> Jenny, a little bit different. Not quite as much, but, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, works, it's working out for everybody. Like, Josh comes home and next week and crazy so, like Josh. it's gonna be awesome wait what day the maybe it's like a week and a half like the 10th 
Oh, so he comes home on a Friday. Maybe it's the 11th. Maybe it's the 11th. Saturday? I think it's the 11th. One so wait, is two. he giving his homecoming talk on Sun on the 12th? I don't think so. Okay, that's good, because I would miss it. Because I'm going to be what, in Florida. What are you going to Florida for? Um, The Georges invited me to go to Disney World with them. Dude. So. Tell them Universal was better. Well, Enjoy. we're going to Universal, too. <laughs> Universal was so... Dude, so and sick. I told them, we're eating at Krusty's, and they were like, okay. I ate at the, um, what was it, that Harry Potter place? Dude. They had this thing called pumpkin juice. Yeah. Oh, my god, Dude, you didn't get butter beer? I am not a soda guy. Dude, they have non-soda one, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Dude. Dude. Butter beer is so good. Dude. I choked. It's like, uh. I choked, my bad. What's, uh, what's the candy? Butterscotch. It's like butterscotch. But in like a warm, it's like butterscotch crossed with like hot chocolate. Okay. Oh, yeah. Also, they had some banger lemonade. That's where I show. I got my Frogger sweatshirt from oh, nice. Universal. Have you seen that yet? Yeah. Surely you have. It's like. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> I apologize. Ouch. Ah. Shoot. What was Joe, it? I don't. Really, I don't. Can we be? Can we have another I, growth moment? Yes. I don't like it when you call me Shirley. Drew, you know, I just like to, I'd like to come forward, be straight up, be upfront, be honest with you. I apologize. And it wasn't my intention to, you know, make you uncomfortable. And I mean, if there's anything that I do that makes you a little uncomfortable, I just wanted to say, sorry, Joe. And Joe, it's again. I just I'll try Can you to be, put that away. I'll try to be better next put time. Put that away. <laughs> <laughs> All Go, right. Going back to that thing about parents and stuff. True. It kind of makes you wonder, like, who you're gonna end up marrying. Honestly, I have no idea what I'm no. gonna be like as a dad, dude. Because also one of the reasons I want to wait to get married is because I feel like. I just want to, like, have a good understanding of, like, adulthood and stuff before I just jump into the child thing. Oh, dude, and if I get married, if I get, I'm not, I'm not planning on getting married anytime soon. Because if I've, because you know I mean? if I'm figuring out, like, married life and adult life and parenting life all at the same time, I'm going to get overwhelmed and probably give up and then probably have to refigure it out. It's just yep. going to be, it's going to cause a lot of issues. So, I'm, ta- I'm planning on. Well, again, like, marriage is. Like it's close, but it's really it's still a long, long ways away. Yeah. So you know, it's just at this point, it's just you see all these girls, like not just like the girls specifically, but you see all different types of girls, and you know what kind of girls, like the personalities you enjoy being around the most. Mm-hmm. And it kind of you know it's it's interesting, like gauging you because it's always in the back of your head. Like, is this somebody I'd actually be with? in a long-term relationship in the future. Like not this person specifically, but like somebody like this person. I know I've asked that question a few times. Like you see a person's personality and you're like, is this a personality I'd like be down to be around with for a while? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it kind of makes me wonder, cause again, that's marriage is probably realistically like at least seven, eight years away. So. Probably you Joe throwing that number out there so it's like i still got a long time but as my dad says you know we're all just figuring it we're all figuring things out we're all yeah figuring it out. yeah who knows what when, when it comes when the time comes 
You'll know. That's for sure. You'll know. And it might be a mistake. Never know until you know. That's another thing. Did, did you ever believe in that soulmate stuff? I still do. Like there's one person that you're meant to be with? No, but I think... I think that... I don't think it's necessarily meant to be, but after you marry someone, I think it's fun to think that. Yeah, my my parents just never bought into that. My parents were always like, no, there's no such thing as a soulmate. But, there's, of course, there, there's, lots, there's somebody that you'll work best with, potentially, but like... If you knew it was their soulmate, like there's no such thing as a soulmate before you get married. That just doesn't make sense. But think about the word soulmate. Souls being mates. And then think about the gospel. So Drew, we could be soulmates. Well, because our souls yeah, are good mates. But no, I'm talking about like mating mate. Oh, like, like your yeah, mate. we could not do that. So like I'm talking about soulmates, like in terms of the gospel, it's your mate. And your souls are mated and you never Mate are apart life. because, oh, forever. Made for eternity, dude. Yeah, that sounds like pretty soulmate to me. You know? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but again, I don't that's, think. That's what I, I believe. But again, in. that's what I'm saying. There's there's no soulmates. Before, I don't believe there's, that there's one person for everyone, but I do believe in soulmates. I, there's no soulmates before marriage. That's what I was saying. There's no such thing as a soulmate before marriage. Okay. Because, again, like until you're married and you're with that person. That you're gonna be with for the rest of your life, your soulmate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like up to before that point, there's no such thing. It just doesn't make sense. Like to think that there's only one girl in the world that you're meant to be with. I disagree. Because like, because what, what about divorced people? <laughs> yeah, she was my soulmate. Clearly not, dude. <laughs> no, but it, it wouldn't be though. That's the thing. Exactly. It's and if you know, so that's the thing though. Is like if you die married to someone. You want to believe that you guys were soulmates. Then if you get divorced, then you can think, then you can realize that they weren't your soulmate. And then this person is? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know, dude. Like, I just you think, probably want to believe that whoever I just you, think, I just think it's a rom-com kind of stereotype thing that. But rom-coms are awesome. Some of them are, yeah. I have to admit, but not all of them, dude. That's, I mean, that's true. Oh, speaking of which, Drew, I would just compile a list of like some of my favorite movies of all time. Do you want to throw them out? Or there. that I've seen. Because, of course, there's a lot that I haven't seen that I'm like, shoot. Like, I have to. Oh, Jonah Katz is going to the movie tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, I texted him and told him to Venmo me. Okay, let me, let me show you. These are movies I've seen. There's a lot more movies I have to see. But I'm going to go check. Start saying them. I'll be listening. I'm just going to grab something. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you a list of movies that I could rewatch several times for the rest of my life. We're going to start off strong with good old Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 1 and 2, followed by his other blockbuster role as Predator. Then we've got Jaws, a Steven Spielberg classic. What put him on the map? The Naked Gun, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> Leslie Nelson, my apologies, Mr. Nelson. Um, great comedy. My favorite comedy, actually. Um, Lord of the Rings, 
particularly Return of the King extended cut. Absolutely unreal. The greatest fantasy film to date, in my opinion. Ford versus Ferrari, the first movie that made me actually shed tears um, in front of all my friends, so that was awesome. The Matrix, Keanu Reeves is a good actor. I don't care what people think. Jurassic Park, classic. Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, an underrated movie, one that many of you probably have no idea what it is, but it's Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany. I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Paul Bettany is. Vision. The guy who plays Vision. 2003, uh, it's a Napoleonic Napoleonic Wars. It's a war movie slash adventure movie. Very, very entertaining. The Lion King and Tarzan. Wreck-It Ralph, The Rescuers, those are some of my favorite animated movies, along with the Spongebob movie, which is the greatest animated movie of all time. You will not be able to ever convince me otherwise. The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. I never saw Batman begin, so it's not. Dude! Sorry, dude. Castaway dude. is my favorite Tom Hanks movie, until I see Saving Private Ryan, because all I've we... heard are some crazy things about that movie. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Dude, wait, you haven't seen Saving Private Ryan? Dude. We should watch that, too. Raiders of the Lost Ark, that's my favorite Harrison Ford movie. Dude. Lincoln. I forgot how insane Daniel Day-Lewis is, dude. dude. That guy. Did you hear what he did? I heard this on the Chad and JT podcast. Apparently, he, like, after, like, I think it was after Lincoln, he stopped acting for a while. And what he did is he went, he, like, met a guy, a cobbler, like a shoe cobbler that wanted to learn how to act. So what they did is he gave him acting lessons, and the shoe cobbler taught him how to make shoes. Like, they traded practice. Whoa. Like, that's kind of legit. For how long? I don't know. Probably, like... The heck? Probably, like, several months. I don't know. I don't know if it's true either. I just did, I didn't look it up, but I just heard it on the podcast. And I was like, that would be crazy. I want to see if it's real, too. In the mid-1990s, Day-Lewis took a five-year mm. break from making movies. Instead, he traveled to Florence and studied under the now-deceased Italian shoemaker Stefano Beamer for 10 months to perfect his craft. So it was in the 90s. Animal. Yeah, so he like That's st- so he sick. stopped acting for several years. And well, he just, just wanted to learn how to make shoes. Dude, I think that's so cool. Like, he's got – now he's got something to fall back on. If acting just went down the drain, he could always make shoes. His feet will always be warm. He just likes making shoes, man. You just gotta let the guy make his shoes. Next up is Mission Impossible Six. If I was an actor, I'd probably want to. I'd probably like go. I'd teach Gordon Ramsay how to act. I don't know. Mission Impossible Six is the best one because Henry Cavill's performance was unreal. The transporter. Ooh, Jason Statham, dude. It's like the movie that put him on the map. Have you seen the transporter? We're watching the transporter. It's insane. Goosebumps. We went there for my birthday. Oh, was it my birthday? No, it wasn't my That's birthday. That's one of your top movies. No, dude, I had never. <laughs> that was the first movie I had laughed like out dude. loud in the movie theater. I thought it was so funny. Rumble in the Bronx was Jackie Chan's like big break movie in the United <laughs> yeah, States. It was pretty sweet. And like the movie itself Rumble is Rumble in the Bronx. The movie itself isn't that good, but he did all of his own stunts and like you get to see him do them, and it's. Absolutely insane. Way of the Dragon and Enter the Dragon are my two favorite Bruce Lee films. Rest in Peace, Champ. The Patriot, Mel Gibson. And um, I don't know. Why can't I remember his name right now? Heath Ledger. It's Heath Ledger and Mel Gibson in a, in the war, the Revolutionary War. That's a good movie. Lethal Weapon's a good movie. Beverly Hills Cop, one of my favorite comedies. 
Hacksaw Ridge, probably in my top five of all time. Spider-Man, the original one with Tobey Maguire and, um, you know, James Franco, all the good, all the good people. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe, probably my favorite villain performance I've ever seen. Cause he was just so crazy. Outlaw Josie Wales got to have a Western in there. Um, very few were better than that. Outlaw Josie Wales. Gotta say, dude, have you seen any spaghetti Westerns? No, but again, that's Clint Eastwood and dude. Clint Eastwood's the same. It's the same movie. Like he's in there too. So he did a lot. Like he did good, bad and ugly. Dude, All that movie's so good. And I have, full of dollars. I heard Fistful of Dollars is like a better movie from what I've heard. I like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, but it's it's still great. Bloodfather. Did you see Bloodfather, dude? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it at your house with you. Yeah, that one was epic. <laughs> that one was epic. Mad Max, <laughs> Fury Road. Okay. Because it had a strong... Have theme. you seen the new Blade Runner? No, but You'd I heard probably it was, like it. All I know is Mad Max is a lit movie and... Dude, Tom Hardy's like one of my favorite actors. Yeah. And I get like there's there's a strong female lead, but they don't make her like OP, you know, like a lot of movies do lately, like Ray. Yeah. They made her a Mary Sue, and I just couldn't deal with that. But like Furiosa in this movie, she's actually legit. And I can get behind her. Back to the future, <laughs> Die Hard, Return of the I already put Return of the King. Um the Thing is my favorite horror movie. Drew didn't really like it. He thought it was boring, but I thought it was awesome. The Forbidden Kingdom, Jackie Chan, Jet Li, and then The Shack. That's my list. The Shack? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Shack. I watched that. I, it made me cry. That's the other movie that made me cry. That movie was crazy. It was really good. I'm going to start. My parents, it. like, turned it off. Really? They were like, this is, like, weird. But then I went on my own and finished it. Dude, it was it's a good movie. Yeah, it was really good. I missed out, dude. But I mean, like, Drew's a movie guy, and we still have lots of movies that he needs to show me. Dude, there's no, there's too many, dude. There's just too many. Well, we can't. We need to watch Saving Private. Have Ryan. you seen? Okay, let's just start from with the best. Have you seen? You've seen, and I haven't seen The Godfather's either. You've seen Baby Driver. I've seen. The second half of it. Okay. Have you seen... Um, you've seen Jojo Rabbit. So good, dude. You've seen... Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Very good. You've seen Avengers Endgame. Not as good as Infinity War, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We went over that. You've seen... Um, have you seen uh, Shawshank Redemption? No, but I know what it's about. But I feel like I do need to see it. That but one's. I've heard, that, I've heard that's a movie you need to watch like two or three times. Mm, I don't know. Is that true? No. You've seen The Matrix. The Matrix goes so hard. You've seen Inception. No. Dude, that's Inception might be top priority. It's probably either Inception or that's Nolan, right? Shawshank. Yeah, dude. Christopher Nolan. Marshall Young. Dude, he freaking. Loves Christopher Nolan. Like I didn't realize how much Dude, he loved so Christopher does, Nolan. So does Gabe Haymore. Gabe Haymore like Scor- Scorsese more. Scors- I've never seen a Scorsese movie. Not one. And he made like, wasn't it like Taxi Driver? Yeah. One of like the biggest movies of all time. And he made a bunch of gangster movies like. Uh, he 
wasn't the Godfather, was he? Mm. No, I don't think he was. There's no way. Nah, Francis Ford Coppola. Cause that's like, but dude, if you you haven't seen any Quentin Tarantino's though, haven't you? Have you? You haven't seen a single one. I I got saw like the first third of whatever Pulp the, Fiction. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. Which I was so confused. I should just show you like a, just a super good one, like like Django. I want to see Django Unchained, dude. I want to see Django. We should watch it like tonight, dude. Dude, it's so good. One, or Once Upon a Time. Can we watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, actually, first? No. Please? Because I... It's like three hours, dude. I have school tomorrow. Dude, so they're all three hours. But, like, not that one. Dude, that one's amazing. Dude. Dude, I, Brad Pitt. I've heard, I've heard some very... Have you seen Inglorious Bastards? No. Dude. Okay, but I don't want to watch one without Brad Pitt, dude. Today. That's just what I feel. Dude, then let's watch World War Z. No, I'm saying I don't <laughs> want to watch a Quentin Tarantino. Dude, I, 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 yeah, I get it. I get it. Because Django, I've seen it four times, and it's just like, it's still kind of pretty fresh. And I just, I've shown, because I keep showing it to people. It was like when we watched, okay, we should talk about when we watched the scariest movie of all time. The Exorcist? Dude, Drew's like Joe. <laughs> We're watching the director's <laughs> cut, too. Do we want it's like you know it's the scariest movie of all time, ladies? <laughs> if you're listening, I endured the scariest movie of all time. Okay, let me just tell you, it wasn't very scary. Yeah, it wasn't that scary, but it was very disturbing. That's that's. Didn't how your I, dad I, tell you it was scary, or, or did he not watch it? My dad was like, there was just like, hey, there's just no. It's you just don't feel good watching it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I didn't really I, feel that. I had told him, and I was like, it's it's very disturbing. That's what I. That's like if I told my dad I watched it, he probably like he's he probably wouldn't like look at me for like oh, like a couple days. Like he's like, he's like, you will not watch that. But film. dude, what? And like, what good acting? Amazing, dude! What good acting? It's an amazing movie. It won an Oscar for the soundtrack. So good, dude. Amazing. Like, it's a movie I'm hesitant to, like, say, oh, go watch this, because it's definitely not a movie that everyone should watch. But if you're into horror, though, I'd recommend it. It was a very well done movie. It's probably, it's probably, it's my, in my top three horror movies I've ever seen. I think in terms of best horror movies, it's, it's number two for me. I, it's, for me, it's between Hereditary, The Exorcist. I haven't seen Hereditary, but I watched, like, the 40 minute recap. So, like, I know how it goes. But it's freaking scary, dude. That movie, I actually was scared. That's the only movie I've ever watched, besides when I was young, where I legitimately was terrified. Well, I mean, we're all forgetting number one, which is the Blair film. And... <laughs> <laughs> that movie's amazing. If any of you... Do you still have it, or is it for real Black missing? Wisdom. <laughs> was it? Is it, like, missing for real? It's or... missing. That's rough. Because that would be a prime date. Dude, we should get. Dude, I told you they're making a new Pokemon Snap, correct? No. Yeah, they announced it. What? A new. Here, wait. Let's see when it's coming out. Drew, we need to get a double date with Pokemon Snap. But dude, I don't think it's like soon. And then the Blair phone. That's what I'm. This would probably be a post mission. How hard would that go? What? Wait. No, dude, it's coming out at the end of next month. What? Coming out April 30th. 
Dude, so yeah, double date. Is it for the Switch? Yeah. It's going to hit hard, dude. Me and Drew played Pokemon Snap for probably a grand total of like 15 hours. Dude, it's going to be so awesome. It's, dude, I cannot, I'm going to pre-order it right now, dude. Probably more than that. We probably spent like an entire 24-hour period. Like if we combine the amount of time we played that game. Dude, it's going to be so sick. Available April 30th, 2021. Dang, dude. I didn't realize it was coming that quick. You want to watch the trailer right now? <laughs> Should we see how much time is on this? Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Dude. Oh, is it? Can they hear the trailer too? I don't think so. It's, it's a dude walking. There's a sign. It's kind of bad quality, but I think that's just because of the Wi-Fi. Because, you know, in Japan, nothing's... Te- <laughs> it's, no, it's nothing's just because it's te- really far away. Nothing's technologically... It's <laughs> just being streamed from, from Tokyo. Wow, a hover car. Oh, my gosh. It's just called New Pokemon Snap. <laughs> and it's a girl, probably. Oh, yes, of course. We do need to keep it balanced. Well, I bet they let you choose your character. Dude, I just saw some Drift Blooms. I'm not going to lie. Drift Bloom? Dude, look at that. They better have multiplayer. I'm going to be pissed. We got, dude. Oh, ooh, ooh. dude, wait. Professor Oak's not in this one, though. Hey, wait, I have an idea. It wasn't Professor Oak in the other one, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was, dude. Oh, really? Yes. Think they can hear it? Yep. <laughs> they can hear it. Oh, getting the trailers over. Oh. So crazy. It's probably gonna be sixty dollars. Can, can they even hear us on the mic? Oh, pre-orders start January fourteenth. So. Dude, is the mic working? Is like, can they hear us now too? Is yeah. That... Oh, dude. I just changed the speaker. Oh. I kept this as the mic. I don't know why I didn't think of that. So, before. if any ladies want to play Pokemon Snap yeah, with me and Drew next bucks. month, then let's do it. Dude. Hit, hit us up. Hit us up. Feel free. Feel free. 60 bucks. Dude. It's going to be insane. All I have to say. All I have to say is my facial tick came back with a vengeance the last six months, bro. Really? Yeah. Which dude. one? It's like a bunch of new ones, bro. List them. I haven't even noticed. Really? At all. Maybe I just do it when you don't look. Is it like? This is one of them. You know when you like pop your ears? They're like you know when you pop your ears like. Okay. Like that's the main one, and then oh yeah, um I don't know if you do you blink, not not as much anymore. That one's like every once in a while, but that's the the, the last what one about, I just mentioned. What about the like? One. Do you ever do that? Not really. No, I remember that one. That one was bad, but for for all of my for all the listeners that aren't unaware, I had I've had a facial tick. I don't have Tourette's, but I had like a really bad facial tick, and I still do, and. 
I don't think it's that noticeable anymore. Yeah, we're though. starting to. T- oh, I'm starting to take some medication for it. Interesting. So hopefully it's working out. But like, if you see me like make a weird facial thing, unironically, it's just because I have a facial tick. Dude, your so, dad, your dad got me worried for the mission, dude. Because remember when he was talking about how he never had any mental health issues until like his, his whole life and until then, his mission. Yeah, he got really bad OCD. That's why and anxiety. That's why yeah. That's why he's asking me to like go on this medication because he's like, if it's I want to just see if it works. So we're going to see if it works and go from there. Yeah. Dude, it's been like, what, almost an hour? Yeah. I think this is a good place to wrap up. Yeah, it's a good place to start. For this week. We should get a guest next time. I think we should do. Um, Don't, let's not talk about it now. No, we, we, hurt people's we, we won't. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to, we appreciate you for sticking with us, waiting for that long hiatus. You know, like it was a, it was a long time. And we're glad that you're still with us. Glad to have you back. And we're glad to be back. Um, you guys have a good one. See you. It's a journey. And we're asking you to embark. And you already turned it off. Nope. Oh, now, no, well, now you are going to. See you guys. Bye.